Welcome to Almost Here, Around the Corner of Future Technology Podcasts with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used, or just around the corner, from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Coming to Dallas, Texas, September 14th, 15th, and 16th, 2018, the Blockchain and Future Tech Expo. This is going to be a gigantic conference of over 5,000 people. We're going to be talking about blockchain and its applications. We're going to be talking about quantum computing, cybersecurity, artificial intelligence, and several other future technologies that are poised to and actually changing our lives as we speak. Here's why you should attend. As you may know, early adopters are the ones that investigated and profited from things like the gold rush in the 1800s, from the dot-com boom in the 1990s, from the internet boom in 2005, from the smartphone explosion in 2007, from the real estate boom that ended in 2008, and of course, from the Bitcoin boom that started in 2012. Early adopters act now. They don't wait till later. They go out west first, and their covered wagons, they find the biggest gold nuggets. If you consider yourself an early adopter and you want to find the biggest nuggets, then you owe it to yourself to attend this upcoming conference. Blockchain is going to affect how we control and store our medical data, how we send money around the world, how we bank, and more. But artificial intelligence, quantum computing, and cybersecurity will play a pivotal role in our lives as well. And that's why our next event, September 14th to the 16th at the Dallas Convention Center, is going to have not only 5,000 plus attendees, but will showcase blockchain, AI, cybersecurity, quantum computing, and more. You want to get in on the coming gold rush of future tech and opportunity as an early adopter. Don't be left out. To register, go to bftexpo.com. That's blockchainfuturetechexpo.com. Thank you. Hello, this is Chris with the Future Tech Podcast. My guests today are David Orban and... Adam Simmons with Veracity.io. Welcome, both of you. Thank you for having us. So, Adam, would you tell us, please, about Veracity.io and what it does? Of course. So, Veracity is a next-generation video sharing platform. Um, it's built on top of some existing video sharing technology we've already got um, that is currently used by third-party publishers to deliver over eight petabytes of data per month. And what we're really doing is bringing in some new blockchain technology that we've got patents pending on in proof of view, and also some cool stuff with giving direct transactions between viewers and video creators, advertisers and viewers, but also looking at ways to really help grow content and the content library with some, some other cool things as well. Very cool. So um, Adam, if you don't mind, give us a little bit about your background, and then David, I want to ask you about yours as well. Of course. So um, I, I started many, many, many years ago in content creation myself, um, in the gaming side of things. Um, I started off as a, a YouTuber, then a live streamer, then an esports commentator. I've worked with many, many publishers, organizations, and events, really with their online video strategy. Um, Everyone from the likes of people like Activision Blizzard, smaller tournaments and things, really just looking to leverage online videos. It's just boomed. Um, in, in more recent years, been heavily working with some video platforms and now really looking at how we can use blockchain tech to yeah, grow it even further. Very good. And David, how about your background? 
So it's pretty varied, to be honest with you. Um, I started out in the world of media um, and um, went into to some, into sport as well. Uh, worked for some US uh, VC-backed startups here in, in the UK, um, including Juice, which was the, the peer-to-peer platform that was uh, developed by the Skype guys back in 2006-2007. That got me really interested in the video technology space. Um, some brilliant guys down at the, uh, the uh, within the Juice team that were developing some um, really fascinating products to help people engage online and distribute video content and bring audiences together. So I really got the bug for video there. Um, but having worked for a bunch of uh, high-profile entrepreneurs for a number of years, I, I decided that why couldn't I do it myself and become a startup founder? Um, and actually was building a startup in the video space. Uh, took it along to an investor who said to me, you must be crazy doing your own startup. Come and join me. We're going to build an, an investment firm and we want your advice to help uh, build the kind of operational side of advising startups and uh, and bigger companies. In, and we'll look to invest in, in businesses where you see the kind of future of the world of media, or the world of sport. Well, how is technology going to change and affect those industries? And, and we'll back businesses where we think that they are developing something that will enable bigger businesses to, to be successful. And I learned so much there from, from the investment side. I think if you come from the world of media or sport and you're on the commercial or marketing side, you're always looking for, you know, how do you make money? How do you engage audiences? How do you um, build something uh, from the investment side? It's a very different perspective about you know, evaluating how these decisions people are making within companies are actually going to become successful and are they future-proofing their businesses. Um, so I spent about six or seven years investing and um, then actually launched a, a venture consultancy called Hatch House, um, which has been running for about the last three and a half years, working with about 40 different businesses from all stages. Um, and it's always about the kind of real-world application of technology into those sectors that we specialize in. And I was connected to the Veracity Project uh, through some of their investors. And you know, I think you, you hear a lot about blockchain, you hear a lot about cryptocurrency. I didn't get in early enough in, in Bitcoin as I should have done, even though people were talking about it. And um, when the Veracity guys were kind of saying what they wanted to build and how their uh, vision of what blockchain could do to the video industry, um, you know, I had to jump on board. I thought it was a, a fascinating approach to trying to eradicate a lot of the issues that we see within social platforms and video platforms today. And um, that's really what I've come on board to do, to apply what we're doing and uh, build a, a solid business off the back of that. Now, you, you mentioned what they wanted to build. Um, Adam, give us some perspective on what maybe some things that you were seeing that weren't being um, taken care of in the in this particular space and what Veracity wanted to build. What was kind of the... the uh, guiding movement towards uh, what you have today? So there's a couple of different things and it. it depends on who you're looking at or which entities in the in the industry are having problems and to be honest it, it's nearly all of them. For a start you've got content creators who are struggling to make a fair a fair amount of money for their content in video. It, it doesn't really matter where they go, they're, they're paid cents for thousands of views and it's all ad funded. It's very difficult for them to break through. And at the same time, there's more and more people creating content, creating video, struggling to, to break out. At the same time, you've got from the from the advertising side, a whole world where there's fake views, there's bots, 
there's media spend not going through and it's it's just causing a whole um negative feedback loop there's more and more content more and more supply um and less and less money to to fund that and really that's causing multiple problems um but for viewers especially if you look the quality of content produced quite often it's it's a race to the bottom what's the the cheapest content you can make that will get you views and we we think there's a better way and that actually by not changing the roles of different people in the ecosystem to where they really want to be and using blockchain technology to actually create those direct interactions is a really valuable way to to enhance the experience for everyone so one of the key things we did if you think in a, a traditional video sharing platform advertisers are kind of in the middle viewers watch ads the advertiser pays money to the platform who then revenue shares some of that money back to the creators when actually the viewers just want to watch the content and want to give back to the creators who are producing what they want. The advertisers want the viewers' attention. So actually, why are you mixing it all up? So one of the key things we're doing is with our Vera token and our own blockchain, we're creating a system where viewers pay the content creators directly with Vera. Advertisers can offer to viewers uh, an exchange of Vera for their attention. And that's completely opt-in. So some viewers would want to watch adverts to earn some Vera. Others would want to just fund their accounts themselves or, or do other activities to, to earn their tokens to, to pay for premium content. For creators as well, it provides them choice. Because in a, in an ad, a pure ad-funded model, it's really difficult for creators to find success in different types of content. So an example I, I always love to use is if, if you've got a funny cat video and you can get millions of views on it, you're going to make some good money off advertising revenue. What about if you're a world-renowned heart surgeon giving a lecture? That video could be hugely important to the people who want to watch it, but there might only be 10,000 people. On an ad-funded model, that doesn't make them any money. It doesn't produce that kind of content. Whereas if the viewers can pay directly, you can set the monetization model that works best as a creator. So we're offering creators the option to just put their videos up for free and take donations, offering them the ability to have them on a pay-per-view basis or on a monthly subscription basis. And the choice is completely down to the creators and what value they're offering their audiences. Oh, very good. So what, how are viewers accessing uh, this content? So all online. So our, our video player is already up and running. Um, our, the majority okay. of our team has spent the last four years basically utilizing some new uh, video technology we've developed in partnership with, with Akamai, um, the, the world's largest CDN, to really look at how can we improve the viewing experience. So we still use centralized servers, um, which means that viewers, wherever they are in the world, whatever device they're using, have a really great playback experience. And that's something we think is essential for user adoption of the platform. The but that technology, we, we've worked with third-party publishers to enable them to, to distribute content. And to give you an idea of scale, it, it currently delivers over eight petabytes of data per month, um, which is pr pretty big. Um, and we really looked at, okay, how can we how can we use that technology to to serve this this market and actually utilize the blockchain tech in that as well. So, uh, David. Talk to us more about how the um, how the blockchain technology is being utilized to to make this work. So, uh, as, as uh, Adam explained, you know we have an existing video player and it's it's ready to scale globally. So, if we want to um, firstly prove that every view on the platform is fully accountable, um, what we did was we we looked into the space and we realized that we could uh, develop a unique proprietary proof-of-view technology, uh, which is actually um, a trademark POV that we, we've just um, signed up. 
So with proof of view, what we're able to do is build on top of the blockchain to account for every single view and store anonymized data uh, within the blockchain. So we can create a, a kind of a new level playing field to evaluate every piece of content on the platform. Beyond that, we then, when we have the content creative community on board, we're able to establish smart contracts between uh, the users um, and the content creator. So we can start to offer up a, a kind of a create a, a new marketplace where the creator might say to the community, I'm looking to fund some new content. Um, can I uh, go to my community and will they uh, take a small participation in my channel uh, for some Vero tokens? And for that, they get rewarded uh, for the same percentage that they've uh, bought in for, um, for the success of that channel. So the more they promote it, the more they share it, the better the channel does, the better the community can also uh, do as a result of that. And that's all enabled through the smart contracts that are enabled through uh, blockchain technology. So when you scale the platform, uh, and if we can go global with the platform as quickly as possible and with a, uh, bring the content creative community on board, with that we expect the, the, their followers will come to the platform as well and watch the content there in a high quality viewing experience. And then we need to enable uh, the microtransactions that, that uh, facilitate through the wallet on a global scale as well. So we're develop, developing some uh, unique technology to enable up to 100,000 microtransactions a second to make sure that as, as large as the audience grows on veracity, uh, we can cater for them and ensure the platform works seamlessly. Can you tell us more um, about uh, this technology that you're developing? So, yeah, so the technology is uh, everything, the whole infrastructure from the video player and the content delivery network through to the blockchain technology, which is the proof of view accountability. Um, through the smart markets, the Spark marketplace, which is where the smart contracts will exist between the users and the content creators, and then finally the microtransactions enabled through our uh, Vera wallet, so people can transact through the video player, and the flow of tokens will move from the advertiser through to the viewer, and the viewer through to the content creator. Okay. And what's the timeline on this? Are people using it now, or is there an expected uh, release? What's kind of the, the future of what's going on with this? Well, we are very excited to release uh, over the last couple of days, over the Easter weekend, we have released our new video player with a wallet integrated live. And if you go on to uh, veracity.io forward slash player, you can actually see it in action and you'll, you'll watch a short video. And once the video is completed, you will then see that you can um, earn those tokens and those tokens will be stored for you in your wallet, uh, which will go live at the end of our public sale period. And, and this we are uh, really excited about. It's a real innovation in the space and for uh, any kind of business, any uh, token sale business to have this product ready, up and running uh, and proven to work is uh, very exciting for us at this time. Uh, what does it take to set up the wallet? Is it pretty, pretty intuitive or what? Walk us through that. So, yeah, just go go to the main site, veracity.io. Scroll down a bit. You'll see the player there. You can watch a couple of videos. It'll then prompt you to basically enter your email, sign up an account. And this is really phase one of it. You, you can earn some tokens while you're watching content, just as you will when the full platform's launched. And, yeah, once you put in your, your email address, sign up for an account, then it's loaded. Um, 
that's then ready to use once we launch the full platform as a way to interact with content, um, use the Spark Marketplace, and, and really is just the, the, the proof of everything kind of working and get a good feel of, of how the system will work when it's all up and running. Okay, so this is just kind of getting used to it. When's the full platform launch? So we're aiming to have the, the full platform beta launched by the end of this year. Okay. And that's just just to give you an idea of the different the different pieces. So, in in a project like this, there's obviously the video player part, the blockchain part, and also any of the other features we've got. So, as I mentioned before, the the video player technology that's already up and running. So that's that's doing a large amount of data for third party publishers, which we've we've worked with for the last four years. So that's that's already there. It's scaled, it's working, ready to go. What we're doing at the moment is integrating the blockchain technology, um, so the actual micropayment system and, and the Vera tokens themselves, and also then adding in the proof of view technology on the blockchain and also the smart, the Spark marketplace that uses the smart contracts for um, allowing users to participate in channels to help them accelerate their development. So with uh, David on this, what do you think are some, some near-term future developments that you'll see in this particular part of the industry? Within the video industry or, or more the blockchain industry? Uh, just, I would say video and blockchain combined. So I think, you know, from, from my perspective, you've been talking about blockchain generally in the market for, you know, maybe the last year and a half. It's come up in a lot of meetings, a lot of startups looking at the technology. Um, and one of the struggles here in the UK for sure is finding developers that are uh, sufficient enough in their skills to, to, to build blockchain technology. I think that is really coming out and new developers coming into the market now. So as more and more people get, you know, they're understanding what they can do with the blockchain and how it can affect different industries and sectors, we're really going to see a bunch of new ideas, a bunch of new startups crop up and the real, real world implementation of, of what blockchain will do to those sectors. I think a lot of, lot of discussion around the financial services and fintech space and healthcare. Um, but for us, you know, within the media space, you know, you have to, I think, look at so many different ideas, whether it be from media buying agencies, a conversation I've got later this week about how media buying, buying agencies can uh, implement the blockchain to better account for media spend activity and accountability of, of viewership and, and uh, user engagement um, through to the media owners, traditional media, media owners that maybe are slow at adapting new technologies in, into what they do. Um, and that's why they're challenged so much by the startups with the speed that they can kind of operate at. So you're going to see a huge global growth of, of new ideas and, and new implementations. But you have to really think about, you know, the end user, the, the people out there that are watching, you know, content online is, I think it's already something like 80% of internet traffic, uh, if not higher, um, and it's only increasing. So what we're trying to do is to make sure that the application of that technology uh, enhances that, 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 that experience for, for individuals, wherever they're watching, whatever type of content they're watching, make it accessible for them, make sure that they're watching in a high quality um, experience, whatever device, wherever they are in the world. Um, and, and we've seen a bunch of other ideas and a bunch of other ICOs out there that are looking at different utilizations of video technology and peer-to-peer -peer technology and um, so many question marks over the validation of those uh, technologies, whether it be from their token economics through to you know ensuring good quality content and all content is available to all users everywhere. And, um, I think that's what, what 
people in the market need to be aware of what is the end goal there of the business that's trying to create this technology, uh, how will it impact the end user, and if, it, if it's a positive experience for the end user, then the business has a far greater chance of being successful. And in that aspect, do you think the, the businesses that thrive will be, um, I mean, I guess it kind of answers its own question, but do you think the businesses that are going to to, uh, to do well are going to rely more heavily on that end user experience first or the technology aspect or the you know the, the token earning what are your thoughts on that for me it's, it has to be about the end user um, I think it's everything I've been thinking about for the last 10 years is just about so many startups there are so many ideas we you know we call it project homogeneity there's you know you, you think you're unique as a startup and you go and meet an investor and the chances are that that investor, can, whether by chance or just by trends in the marketplace, they would have seen or heard of a, of a business that is similar. And while the startup founder thinks that their business is totally unique, they're not always thinking about the end user. If it's a B2B um, business, it's a SaaS model, you know, are you really going to be making a, a seismic difference to the end user in, in what you're trying to do? A, a difference that is significant enough to change their habits, to change them from using one system, one platform, one website, one app, to coming to yours. And why are they going to come to yours? Why are they going to use it? How are they going to use it throughout their week? And, you know, you talk about marketing 101, right? It's like, do a plan of a week, you know, Monday to Sunday, 8 a.m. to midnight. When do you think people are going to engage in your products, in your business? Um, so I think from our perspective, with the right content, with the content community behind us, uh, uploading their content to our platform, letting people know that that content is there so we can bring in the users, being able to cater for them on a platform that's robust enough to, to scale to tens of millions of users. And then, as, as Adam said before, giving them a choice. So let me choose if I want to watch an advert. I, I may choose to pay to watch that content as opposed to earn money through um, agreeing to watch a commercial from Coca-Cola or BMW or, or a Unilever product. And if I'm a content creator, you know, we want to help them make more money from their platforms. We want to remove the intermediaries that are, are taking a big slice of the cake um, you know, out of the other social media platforms. Let's help them make more money. And if they can make more money, we hope they'll make more content. And um, around all of that, let's protect the user. Let's make sure we're, we're not selling their data. Let's make sure that we're not uh, um, using algorithms to try and make particular types of content trend when actually it's down to the user what content they want to use and, and make sure they can discover that content freely. Okay. And Adam, what are your thoughts on the same subject? <laughs> um, it will sound like a bit of a repeat of what David just said, but it's got to be the end user. Um, for, for an application like video, I, I don't know about you, but if you want me to use a video platform or, or watch content for a sustained period of time, be a repeat user. One, it's got to be good content, and two, I've got to have a good user experience. If not, you're going to have to be paying me an awful lot of money to watch a, a rubbish bit of video that buffers all the time. Fair enough. So, I want to ask you guys, uh, what's the best way to find out more about the two of you and find out more about Veracity? Uh, so, firstly, please go to our, web, our website, veracity.io. Um, we have our Telegram group, which is, has grown at a phenomenal rate. I think we're over 14,000 um, people inside of that uh, Telegram group now, and you can go to that at t.me forward slash veracity chat. 
please do join because we are letting people know within the community uh, all the releases for the product, all the news and, and uh, new advisors and partners that we're bringing into Veracity at the moment. So, so please do join our Telegram channel. Uh, and we're also building our Twitter uh, following right now, which is just at Veracity Tech. Um, and, you know, if, if anybody has any thoughts or comments or suggestions, uh, we're very open to, to listening to people and um, understanding what the community is looking for. Uh, whether they're looking to invest in a, a token sale, um, whether it's just about the, the content community or, or other things around our technology, um, please let us know your thoughts. Excellent. One more question before we go, and this is for both of you. Adam, uh, we'll start with you. Uh, the question is, is the same here. What impact do you think Veracity is going to have on the future of media? Um, no, we've, we have an amazing uh, development team here which are innovating on uh, at a speed. I, I, I can't tell you how many new ideas are coming through from, from the product team. Um, the, the, you know, the, the wallet integration into the player and getting that live uh, was something that came up not very long ago, you know, a couple of weeks ago, and it was developed and integrated uh, very, very quickly. And we have a bunch of new things especially for the tech community, actually, um, which we will be announcing very, very soon. Um, and further beyond that, we have a roadmap, um, which is looking very exciting, not all of which we can disclose at this point. Um, but uh, we actually have a team meeting coming up next week, which we, I'm sure a lot more ideas will come from. Uh, and it's a real mix of the ideas come from everywhere. So it's not just the, the product and tech team, but it's the experience we have in media, uh, in advertising, um, in ad tech, um, we're mashing together all those ideas so the platform can be as end-to-end as, -end as possible um, for all the, the people within our ecosystem. Very good. Any more thoughts before we wrap up today, guys? From me, just uh, thank you for your time, and um, I hope uh, people listening to this find what we're saying is interesting, and um, uh, we'd love, uh, love to see this be a, a great success, and uh, we look forward to the next few months. Excellent. Adam, anything else before we go? Just to just reiterate, David, thank you very much for having us on. It's been a pleasure. Um, and if anyone has any questions, we're some of our senior teams always around in our, our Telegram group. So reach out to us there. Excellent. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, David Orman and Adam Simmons with Veracity.io. Coming to Dallas, Texas, September 14th, 15th, and 16th, 2018. The Blockchain and Future Tech Expo. This is going to be a gigantic conference of over 5,000 people. We're going to be talking about blockchain and its applications. We're going to be talking about quantum computing, cybersecurity, artificial intelligence, and several other future technologies that are poised to and actually changing our lives as we speak. Here's why you should attend. As you may know, early adopters are the ones that investigated and profited from things like the gold rush in the 1800s, from the dot-com boom in the 1990s, from the internet boom in 2005, from the smartphone explosion in 2007, from the real estate boom that ended in 2008, and of course, from the Bitcoin boom that started in 2012. Early adopters act now. They don't wait till later. They go out west first in their covered wagons. They find the biggest gold nuggets. If you consider yourself an early adopter and you want to find the biggest nuggets, then you owe it to yourself to attend this upcoming conference. Blockchain is going to affect how we control and store our medical data, how we send money around the world, how we bank, and more. But artificial intelligence, quantum computing, and cybersecurity will play a pivotal role in our lives as well. And that's why our next event, 
September 14th to the 16th at the Dallas Convention Center. He's going to have not only 5,000 plus attendees, but will showcase blockchain, AI, cybersecurity, quantum computing, and more. You want to get in on the coming gold rush of future tech and opportunity as an early adopter. Don't be left out. To register, go to bftexpo.com. That's blockchainfuturetechexpo.com. Thank you. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post to review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.